0: Anderson Afternoons, the podcast.
1: Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. Coming up, Heather Pedrera from Heartland Travel. They've got some Christmas light tours coming up. She'll tell us all about them. Jeff Braun, one of the couch potatoes, will join us for some movie talk on the podcast. Adrian Pierce is a guy in Edmonton who will be opening up an old Christmas gift. Oh, it's old almost 50 years. We'll tell you that story. And my weather expert buddy, Bruce Johnson, will join us as well. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now the podcast. Heather Pedrera is here with us. Hi, Hello, Heather. Hi. Nice, nice to, to, to see you.
2: Thank you for having me. Um,
1: from Heartland Travel. Yes. And you have brought in a nice uh, glass, a Merry Christmas glass here, filled with um, candy canes.
2: Everybody loves candy canes.
1: Isn't that nice? (laughs) Very nice. Let me get a plug in for you. You're at 3111 Portage. Yeah. I want to talk to you about hot vacations in a minute. And we got to talk a little bit about Churchill, which has kind of been in the news this week. But you are here to talk about your Christmas light tours.
2: I am, yes. When do they start? Well, we have four dates. We have December 12, 17, 19 and 21. Uh They all go three hours from 6.30 until 9.30 p.m. And uh, we are the Christmas capital of Canada here in Winnipeg. I've been So we like to celebrate that. We certainly have some wonderful light displays all over the city. Right. Kudos to the citizens out there. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So obviously then year to year, the route has to change because some people do it, start it up. Other people stop doing lights, right?
2: Definitely. Definitely. So we scout it out, you know, early around this time we're out there scouting it out, seeing what's out there, trying to logistically work it all out. We definitely start at the Forks though. So they have great things out there with Arctic Glacier Winter Park. Right. and wonderful light Skating displays. out. So, exactly. Yeah. Wonderful place to start. Have a meal before you go if you want. Hop on the bus, motor coach, washroom fully equipped, beautiful windows yeah. all around. Tour around because even, you know, us as, as citizens, if we're driving around, you don't get to, you know, the yeah. driver doesn't get to enjoy it. So, you know, we cruise around. We have yeah. music. We play Christmas bingo. It's, it's just a hoot.
1: Do you play "Baby It's Cold Outside" on the bus.
2: We do, and it's funny you should say that because <laughs> yeah. that is actually my favorite Christmas song. Is it? it wow. is. I guess I guess I'm apparently controversial. Well, I, I don't know. I, and
1: it's funny because I've got some text messages <laughs> from some people. I'm going to read my them.
2: Favorite one.
1: And and I think it's how you decide you're going to take it. I right? Think so I mean, too. come on. I I think yeah. it's a playful, fun song, and it's been around for a long time. And at the time, nothing was meant by it. But you know. Uh, that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the tours here uh, mm-hmm. for a second. Yes. What is the cost? Is it expensive?
2: No, it's not. We try to keep it reasonable for everybody. So it's twenty six, twenty five, including taxes for adults, yeah. and for uh, kids twelve and under, fourteen dollars and seventy cents, free on the knee.
1: And you know what? That's a heck of a deal, and I'll I tell you, I'll so. tell you why. Because I like doing the, you know, if I know of a couple nice places every year, I try and i oh, go out of my way and go. But you scout it out for people. They don't have to drive. Like, they can just watch. They don't have to worry about driving at the same time, jamming everybody and Aunt Alice in the car, right? I mean, 100%. you got the big windows on the buses. you got and, the
2: washroom. Yeah. We, we bring your hot chocolates if you want. Bring your snacks. Bring anything right. you want to bring. Yeah, yeah. sure. It's if a, the kids fall asleep, it's okay, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a good idea. How long have you guys done this?
2: We've been doing this for actually since 2006. Wow. Uh-huh. And it just peaked, and we added more tours and more tours, yeah. and we do find that some people, it's one of their Christmas traditions, so we're always happy to welcome them back and yeah. enjoy it again and again, because like you said, it changes. Mm-hmm. We do hit Canada Inn's Winter Wonderland out at Assiniboine Down. Which is great, yeah. Of course, got to go out there, support, yep. and uh, then uh, highlights again, Linden Woods. Yeah. Hats off to Linden Woods. They, yeah. they do a great job yeah. out there. And then, like I said, the different, we fill it in, it's different every year, yeah.
1: How can people get a spot on the bus? Is there a website, phone number, website, or Website,
2: heartlandtravel.ca, but give Use a call, 204-989-9630, and we'll be happy to hook you up and confirm you on the tour. And what are
1: the dates again? It starts next week, right?
2: Wednesday the twelfth, then Monday the seventeenth, Wednesday the 19th, Friday the twenty first.
1: And that's it. Four four nights and you're done.
2: Four nights and we're done. Yeah. It's a little bit of a window there, you know? Can't go too early, can't go too late. Well, I think it's a
1: great way to kind of get in the mood for Christmas, right? And
2: you know what? It's funny, us as Winnipeggers, or really any place in general, we don't always you aren't always a tourist in your own town. So it's kind of neat to drive yeah. around and uh, experience your own city. See, Absolutely. see it as a tourist.
1: Well, I have a travel expert here <laughs> in the studio with me, Heather. Yes. Where is the hot spot this winter? If I'm planning a hot trip, where are people going? It seems like every year there's sort of something the place, new. Or, yes, yeah.
2: exactly. Well, we've got a lot of nice... It's nice to always hit the nonstop destinations. But uh, Cancun being very popular this year. You know, Mayan Riviera. Mm. Just a wonderful... Great beach, great weather. Generally, yeah. pretty stable. Yeah, great people. So yeah. I'm finding Mexico to be the place that everybody's trying to. Well, still and I hit. think
1: people like Mexico it's because good. it typically is a, a stop. It's they know what they're getting. It's reasonable, definitely. And you know yeah. what?
2: The Mexicans in general, they're they're very happy people. Yeah. So it's very nice to visit there. You're not feeling like you're yeah. kind of you know.
1: I've been to Mexico a few times. The best place I ever went. And I don't know if I think Canadians are still going there in droves, but is Cuba. Mm-hmm. The Cubans were fantastic. I just loved the the people down there and they were Mm -hmm. just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And you were telling me before we went on air here that now you guys are excited because the train is heading back to Churchill again. Yes,
2: we're very excited about that. So we do uh, trips up to see the polar bears, which the season for that is October, November, just finished. The train just started coming in towards the end of that, which is great. Uh, We do fly up charters up there as well, but it's great for the town of Churchill to have the the train back. And uh, we're planning on doing some tours up there in, uh, February to do uh, Northern Lights, to see the Aurora Borealis cool. up there. So, yeah, look for that in the future on our website. We'll be having some uh, some yeah. trips up there coming up.
1: And Winnipeg and Manitoba has been getting a lot of recognition from these travel websites and travel Lonely. publications. Airbnb was the latest yeah. that was Lonely yesterday, or, yeah. Right, Lonely Planet. And there are more mm-hmm. coming. I know the start tomorrow is going to be talking to somebody on the morning show about that. Why? I mean, I love Winnipeg and Manitoba, but why now are we getting this recognition? Well,
2: I do have to give credit to Tourism, Winnipeg, Travel, Manitoba. They've really been pushing hard. We've been getting a lot of good articles written for us in all these different magazines, Mm -hmm. uh, New York Times, all kinds of great pieces. They've been bringing in some really good writers. And let's face it, it really is a great city. It is. We don't appreciate it sometimes for the variety we have, all our multiculturalism, our restaurants, our entertainment. We really are top of the line, and sometimes we just don't appreciate it. Heather,
1: you are a pleasure. Thank you. You have such great energy. (laughs) I am going to call on you as a travel expert from time to time. Is that okay? I will
2: do my best to keep up on things for you.
1: Heather Padera (laughs) from Heartland Travel. Starting next week, they've got Christmas light tours. What is it? Heartlandtravel.ca? Yes. Heartlandtravel.ca. I created something called Daddy Day. And you guys don't know what Daddy Day is, I'm about to tell you. Daddy Day is when you tell your lady, you say, look, babe, don't worry about nothing today. I got the kids, you go do whatever you want to do. Sounds great. Sounds like the perfect plan, right? Go get a facial, massage, do what you want. Here's the bad thing about Daddy Day. I'm not qualified to watch my kids by myself. That, of course, is Kevin Hart, just announced as the host of the Oscars, and here to talk about it with me, Jeff Ron, one of the couch potatoes. What do you think? Good idea, bad idea?
3: Good idea. Yeah. I like Kevin Hart. I'm I not a too. huge fan of his stand-up comedy, I, the mm. screeching and all that, but he's a funny guy in general, a really funny guy. The screeching. So, yeah, well, he's one of these screamer <laughs> yeah, comics, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. so, but I like him in movies, and I mm-hmm. like him just... As him, just as a regular guy, and so I think he'll be a really good host.
1: I kind of feel he's on the verge of overexposure. Think I've so? had a little too much of Kevin Hart. I mean, the Oscar ratings are down. That's why he's getting the opportunity. Yep. He's kind of been lobbying for this gig for the past couple of years, and it's interesting, just before they announced he was doing the job, I think Variety or one of those magazines in Hollywood came out and said it is, hosting the Oscars, the least... Wanted or least desired job in Hollywood.
3: There's very little upside to it. Yeah, because even can bomb. Th- even if you don't bomb, the like the with the way the internet society is at this point. Even if they're good, yeah. most people just go on and say, "Oh, that was terrible. They sucked yeah. It was. Cr- and it's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. so see, even if he is good, a lot of people's going to say he yeah. wasn't. So I don't know what the upside is. I guess it's more exposure.
1: I thought Kimmel did a good job when he did it. Loved Kimmel. He yeah. was great.
3: He, he would have been a good... If they wanted to do like what they did with Bob Hope, where it's just like, you got a 20 year run here or something. Well,
1: or I was going to say this, and this really shows my age. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the best run of Oscar hosting jobs was Billy Crystal.
3: Yeah, he was really good. I think he was great. I liked him too. So, yeah, it can be done, but Mm. he did it again in 2012, and everybody sort of pandemic eh? yeah yeah but again that's because that's what people do now so yeah
1: well i guess we'll see we'll see if it yeah. helps with the ratings i don't think it's going to help no, with the ratings. i don't
3: think people are tuning in because of the host i period. think
1: uh you know people want to see their movies and i think they're tired of hollywood getting up on their soapbox because many of the Uh, you know speeches are about politics or you know climate change or I just think people are kind of sick of
3: that I think there's just too many movies period that you can't get like back in the 80s or whatever if you look go back and look at the movies that were nominated like The Fugitive was nominated for best picture Mm -hmm. that kind of movie doesn't even get made anymore let alone would be nominated for an Oscar there were fewer movies and big movies would get nominated all the time so you you really had everyone had seen these Mm -hmm. movies that were nominated just not there's too much out there now no one can watch everything just all there is to it right
1: well i've got you afi american film institute is out with its top 10 movies of the year and its top 10 tv shows of the year okay are you interested I am very interested uh number one movie on the list and I just saw this and it is a very good movie yeah Black Klansman
3: boom I tweeted after I saw it I tweeted that's the best movie this year so far
1: all right I'll run down the others and uh you give me your uh one or two word thoughts uh, not on all of them but when you feel it in you okay
3: Okay. (laughs) uh Black Panther that's good but I don't get why everyone thinks it's that good I thought it was that good eighth grade That's a really good movie, too. I have not seen this, but
1: I hear it's very good, yeah. Uh,
3: If Beale Street Could Talk. That's not out yet, but it's from the guy that made Moonlight a couple years ago. Oh, okay. The Favourite. That is also not out yet, and it looks like a crazy movie starring uh, Emma Stone. Look at you, Couch Potato, knowing all this stuff. First Reformed. Ethan Hawke plays a preacher. Apparently his performance is very good, but we miss that one.
1: Oh, I think I saw this one. Kind of a bizarre... Uh, movie. Yeah. yeah, I think I might have
3: seen that one. Green Book. Just saw it, loved it. What Highly is Highly recommend it. That's the one who was starring uh, Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen, set in the 60s, where he plays this black concert pianist going on oh, a, and his a driver. tour of the South, and yes. this mafia guy his driver. It's really good. Gotcha. Green Book. Mary Poppins Returns is on the list. Yeah, well, that's, hmm. we haven't seen that yet. That comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, this would be on my top 10, A Quiet Place. I'm glad you saw it, because I'm too scared.
1: Really? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, a Star is Born, that would be on... On my That's top ten list as well.
3: Everyone's top ten list. Yep.
1: And there's your top ten yeah. AFI movies of the year. That's TV not a bad shows. list. Not a bad list. TV shows. At the top. The Americans. I know you're into that.
3: And it's going to be my number one show when the Couch Potatoes go into it. They had their series finale this year, and it was one of these TV shows about KGB spies living in Washington in the 80s, yeah. and it was five or six seasons, but it was all one story kind of thing, mm. and they had just they nailed the landing, which is hard to do when it's a heavily serialized show like that. You
1: have been saying nice things about the Americans for a yeah. long time, and you know what? Now that it has ended... Might I probably won't watch it now, though, because there's no more to watch. <laughs> What's true. the point? That's true. I don't know. That's my stupid mind working. Uh, the Assassination of Giava, uh, Gianni Versace, American Crime Story, number two.
3: That's weird, because I, I know it's been nominated for other awards, but I also read a lot of critics that just yeah. panned it. Like, I heard bad believe. stuff, too. Yeah. Atlanta. Everyone likes Atlanta, apparently. Yeah, I started
1: that and uh, have not finished. I started watching it. I'm about two episodes in, and I've lost interest.
3: Same here. Uh, Barry. Haven't watched it, but apparently it's good.
1: Better Call Saul.
3: That's one of the best. The Kaminsky Method. That I've been curious about. That's on Netflix with uh, Michael Douglas. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, if it's on Netflix, I might watch that.
1: Uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Is it Maisel or Maisel? I think it's
3: Maisel. It wins all the awards. Uh, Pose. Never heard of it. Me too. Uh, Succession. Heard of it, but don't know what it is.
1: And this is one of my wife's favorites. This is Us. There you go.
3: On all the lists, too.
1: Okay, and quickly, a couple other stories. While I've got the couch potato here, it's tough to get you guys in a room. (laughs) Uh, Motley Crue has a release date for its biopic, The Dirt, will be coming out on March 22nd on Netflix.
3: Oh, so that's a far cry from the theatrical release with an A-list director that they thought was going to happen like eight years ago now yeah Yeah, so they've that's come down a little bit i gotta say though when i was a kid that was my favorite band i really i've got that book that it's based on and it's nuts so i'm i'm actually looking forward to this movie
1: well i wonder if uh i wonder if they will include in the biopic the scene where they shoot the video at teasers in winnipeg (laughs) back in the day uh I, i i think it's kind of funny i mean whatever it's an okay band i don't mind the band but i think after you know bohemian rhapsody had this Huge hit. It's still in the top five, making tons of money. Great movie and stuff. And then Motley Crue goes, yeah, us too. We're (laughs) going to do it too. (laughs) On Netflix. And one more here. Um, They've come out with a list of your holiday favorite movies. They surveyed a bunch of people, thousands of people. The most anticipated holiday blockbusters, Dr. Seuss the Grinch. Mm -hmm. Uh, And must-see holiday classic specials and movies. Well, the Grinch Stole Christmas, topping that list as well.
3: Big on the Grinch. So there you go. Yeah. i
1: would uh, throw that in.
3: I like Elf. That's my new one. Let I let never watch it. Elf, let me see if it's Elf's, a, oh, yeah, it Elf. Oh yeah, Elf is list. in the
1: top five of the, uh, yeah, of the uh, must-see uh, holiday classics. I hadn't yeah.
3: seen it until about maybe four or five years ago. Now I watch it at least twice every year it seems.
1: There you go. Jeff, thank you, sir. You bet. I have been looking forward to this interview for a while. We contacted Adrian Pierce in Edmonton a while ago, and he agreed to come on today because tomorrow, Adrian is opening up a present that he received for Christmas from an ex when he was 17, almost 50 years ago. He'll open it tomorrow, and he's on the phone now to tell us about it. Hey, Adrian, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it.
4: Well, you're very welcome. I'm happy to talk to your Winnipeg audience.
1: I understand you are a very popular guy. We're in between interviews here with you, one in Ireland and one somewhere else. Well, that's
4: exactly right. Uh, The story's starting to go viral again this year, and uh, the word is spreading.
1: Now, this year, though, you are going to open it or you're not? I'm hearing conflicting uh, reports on that. Well, I can understand
4: there might be a little bit of confusion because the present is going to be opened, but it's not going to be opened by me. In fact, uh, my wife and I just picked up uh, Vicky at the airport. She flew in from uh, uh, another uh, province, and uh, she is the one that's going to open the present. And that's because that allows me to keep my vow 50 years ago or almost 50 years ago yeah. not to open the present.
1: And you're married now. Vicki is your ex, and she's there with you?
4: Yes. It's been a wonderful uh, uh, circumstance in that uh, once we determined that uh, Vicky was the person she said she was, and once she was deter- um, determined that I am the man I said I am, uh, we actually met. Uh, I wanted my wife to meet her. I wanted her to meet my wife to make sure everything was uh, cool and uh, <laughs> through a lucky circumstance, they love each other. They in fact, they're in a restaurant right now without me chatting away, and they uh, they're very good friends.
1: I love this story. This is a fantastic story. So I gotta ask Adrian, <laughs> why did she dump you all those years ago? You were 17, 1970?
4: Well, that's a very good question. And, and in fact, it took 47 years for me to discover the real reason why she dumped me, and it's in the book that I wrote um, about the 47. It's called, it has an original title, The 47-Year-Old (laughs) Present," and it's inside that book that I discovered why why she uh, dumped me so long ago, and it made my estimation of her, which it was always very good. It just moved it up several notches uh, without divulging too much about the book it's it makes her look very good. Doesn't make me look bad, but it makes her look very good. And it took 47 years to find out why she did that.
1: All right, I'll let you sell a few books. I won't. I won't pressure you on that question. I <laughs> I get it. I understand. So any idea what's in it? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm told that she doesn't even remember what's in the present.
4: Well, that's exactly right. Um, when we met with her, it was one of the questions uh, that I asked her, and she honestly doesn't remember what. What is in that gift? Uh, at the time, she was 15. She was working as a cashier at Canadian Tire, and making a dollar 25 an hour. So, whatever is in there, it's probably not terribly elaborate. And in fact, on television this morning, I I had the gift with me, and uh, it turns out that the story is not so much about the gift now because it's it's not very big. Yeah. But the story is about the story.
0: Well, sure. A, as yeah. You
4: say, It's a great
1: story. You know, the good news is if it's an article of clothing, you can probably just throw it on and it will be in fashion because it's from 1970. Well,
4: that's exactly right. (laughs) Uh, It may not fit me because uh, I don't have the same uh, body shape as I might have had when I was 17. Right. And and a good proof of that is uh, uh, I still have a bracelet that Vicky gave me when we were dating and I tried it on recently and it just doesn't fit my wrist, because <laughs> I have grown, uh, my wrist isn't fat, it's just the bone yeah, is bigger, because right. I was still a, a growing young man. Sure, yeah.
1: Well, Adrian, you're opening it tomorrow, you're not opening it, but she will open it tomorrow, and finally, after all these years, we'll know what's inside.
4: Well, we will, and um, I, everybody is excited to find out what's in it, myself included, and and Vicky as well, when we pick her up at the airport today, yeah. she's like, oh, I don't know what's in there. I hope it's okay. I hope it's age-appropriate. So who knows?
1: Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate your time. Um, who knows? We may give you a call tomorrow and, and find out what's in the present, but I appreciate your time today. I really do.
4: Well, you're very welcome, and I'll look forward to talking to you and maybe describing just exactly what's in that present.
1: Cool. Adrian, thank you. Thank you and have a good day in Winnipeg there. You too. Say hi to Edmonton for me. Adrian Pierce. He is opening to well, he's not opening. I think stop saying that. His ex from almost 50 years ago, will open that present tomorrow. What do you think's inside, Cam? Any idea? Any guess?
3: Well, I hope it's not something really. It's going to be something
1: it's, just ridiculous.
3: Uh, it's you know, See, you know, she was
1: 15, he was 17.
3: It's probably like a, it's probably like a book or you know, yeah. it's it's probably like a shirt or something.
1: Yeah, but I'll tell you, this guy has milked this. He's written a book. Here we are talking to him on the radio. He's got interviews all over the world. 40 years,
3: 45, 50 years later. I hope it's like the nuclear launch codes or something like that.
1: Jeez. (laughs) My weather expert buddy, Bruce Johnson. Hello, Bruce. Hi, how are you? Good. I wanted to get you on. We're getting some colder weather. Tell us about it.
0: Well, it's a very brief shot of colder weather tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the coldest day, which, of course, makes sense because it's my birthday. So, of course, it's got to be really, really cold. But it's really only gonna last a day it's really it begins to warm up a little bit on friday and then by the weekend it's just about where we are now so it's really not going to last because it's coming straight from the north and it will leave it's not coming from the northwest when those happen we hang on to the cold weather a lot longer this is almost doing a backdoor thing to us so it'll be cold for a day or two then we're done with the really cold weather until the next one happy early birthday by the way oh thank you and well, it has
1: 56. It just keeps rolling on. It's better than the alternative. Absolutely. And I know the new El Nino numbers are in. What are we looking for this winter? Indications that it'll be maybe a bit warmer and less snow or the other way?
0: Well, it's not really much different from the last time. It's probably a little weaker than anticipated. It went from 0.83 degrees above average on the ocean temperature to 0.89. And it has to be 0.5 degrees to even be in El Nino. So it's, A very weak El Nino at this point, it did not strengthen much at all this past month. So it's going to have a little bit of an effect. Again, a lot of it's keeping us dry. In fact, one of the reasons it's so cloudy, because the main jet stream is the subtropical jet, or the southern jet in the United States, the southern part, and that's active. And there's really no upper-level wind movement over us a lot of the time, and the sun isn't strong enough to make the clouds go away without a little help from... You know some upper level, act, you know wind activity, and there just isn't much right now when the storm track's so far away from us. It wouldn't do that in the summer, but in the winter it does because the sun doesn't have the power to burn off the clouds. Interesting. And while
1: well, we've got a cold day coming tomorrow, you're not seeing any snow, I guess. Is that what I'm to get from your last
0: comment there? A very little. Uh, one of the things El Nino tends to do is it keeps us from having as much of a chance to get Colorado lows because the lows come in, they come into California, and then they just hit further south and they stay away from us. There's always a chance it could happen, but it's less of a chance. I don't see any big snowstorms uh, on the horizon. Any little snows we get are going to be clipper systems.
1: All right, pal, enjoy your birthday tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Talk to you
0: later.